2: from the fantasyfootballshow.com studios it's the fantasy football show live monday through friday 7 p.m. eastern in,
3: it is baked in boys the fantasy football show that is and we are here to bake in all of your sleeper calls, everything you can think of. Give a bunch of moonshots to all those that are worthy, and I'll tell you one guy that's going to get a moonshot right from the start, and that is Rashad White to the moon, people. To To the moon. the moon, and I'm going to tell you right now, a lot of people are going to be upset about this because there's a lot of Lenny Fournette fans out there, a lot of you Leonard Fournette believers, and part of it is that you already own him. I don't know that there are a bunch of prospective Leonard Fournette owners, people that are not, you know, yet shareholders that are like defending Leonard Fournette to the to the bitter end. It's people that already own him. They're upset about it. Okay, Rashad White, it's not going to take his job. Leonard Fournette did so good, you know, for, for over the past year, year and a half. He's he's been there. He's been reliable. But guess what? Tom Brady hasn't really felt like he's had. That pass catching back in the backfield that he's wanted. And and without coming out of 2021 with a successful year, Tom Brady's unsatisfied. Tom Brady wanted more. Tom Brady, uh, this timer is a little off. We've got a little bit more than 40. I think we have like 56 uh, minutes left. I don't know why that was. There we go. We'll reset that. Um, Tom Brady said, Give me a good receiving back. Give me a back that can become an every down back that can that can also catch the football. I know a lot of you are gonna say, "There's no way, there's no way," this 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 kid Leonard Fournette. They call him Playoff Lenny for a reason. There's no way he's heating the road to this rookie named Rashad White, who I don't even know who you're talking about, Smitty. Who's this Rashad White character? Is this because he went to ASU and you're, you're you're literally a couple miles away from Arizona State University? And because you went to ASU, Smitty, twice? Because you went there twice? Is this why you like Rashad White, Smitty? No, Bob. I like Rashad White because he's one of the most elusive and electric players in this 2022 NFL draft class. Now, I know you're going to say, Smitty, you like Brees Hall. You like Kenneth Walker. You like Rashad White. Who don't you like? I don't like anyone else, really. I'm not big on James Cook, even though he's in a great spot, a spot I wanted Walker initially to fall to. Although I like, I like Walker's home now. I like, I'm like i settling on Kenneth Walker's home long-term in Seattle. I'm excited about the fact that this team ran the ball and ran Penny over like six yards per carry last year, uh, especially at the end stretch there, where I know a lot of people are going to say, well, that means that Penny's good. Does it? Penny's already banged up. I know he's kind of back on the field again. I'm loving Kenneth Walker's location. I'm feeling like that offense is going to run the football similar to how Denver could run the football without a quarterback. I'm not too worried about it. Not to mention Baker Mayfield might be on the way. We're hearing rumors. But back to Rashad White. Rashad White is the best pass catching running back in the 2022 NFL draft class. He pulls in footballs with ease. He can be a better receiver than he can be a running back or a better running back than he can be. We don't even know. We don't even know what this kid's going to be. He's Alvin Kamara, 2.0. He's a bigger version, a taller version. He's an uh, a fantastic uh, prospect, if, if you ask me. Um, let's see what some of you were saying in the chat. You know, We've got a few people in here popping off, I think. Uh, Swaggy first in the building. Matt is second in the building. Brian... Spacula uh uh Nafel is in the building. What's up? Kenny P Ax and and Philip and, and the usual suspects. Appreciate you guys all being here. What are you guys thinking about Rashad White? I think we got a lot of Rashad White. A lot of Rashad White fans in here. But I want to know. I think there might be one or two. Let's see, negative Nancy somewhere. Respect thy Smithers. Um wipe thy feet. Hit thy like button, says Mike. Thank you, Mike. Appreciate that. I appreciate that. Rashad White. Uh Rashad Goat White. You guys are a lot of a lot of big Rashad White believers in here. I like this. Um Fournette will have some value, but he's too old to get excited about, says Spacula. Okay. Um here's here's it, here's one. Here's we knew we'd find somebody in here. Lenny just got the bag in the off season. That's, that's good for him. That's good for him. Um, The Bruce, yep, the Bruce is in the house. A.J. Dillon is a sleeper for sure. We'll talk about A.J. Dillon. We'll talk about A.J. Dillon in a second. J.K. Dobbins and Antonio Gibson going to be top seven. Joel, Joel, <laughs> Joel, Joel, come on, Joel. J.K. Dobbins is coming back from a torn ACL, bro. I don't know about that. I don't know about that, Joel. That's awfully bold. Both of these guys, you're talking about two of the most risky running backs in 2022 when you're putting both of them in the top seven. Both of them. One of them I might be okay with saying, Joel, you're smoking something. Maybe that something's leading to some knowledge. Who knows, Joel? But when you drop both of them in the top seven, that's a little too hard for me to uh, to, to buy into, Joel. So we're going we're gonna to give you a disapprove. You've just been Smitty disapproved. Doesn't mean I don't appreciate you, Joel. Doesn't mean I don't think that your takes are are, are are good or anything like that, Joel. I just disapprove of it. I just disapprove of it. Doesn't mean anything more than that. I didn't send you on a lap, although if you'd like to, take a lap, you take, can take, take a lap if you prefer. Lap, take, but, Joel, take, take lap. I cannot get behind or Smitty approve your J.K. Dobbins. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, Quick strategic thinking is crucial, and with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown, and through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. And Antonio Gibson into the top seven. Maybe if you just say Gibson, I could be like, you know, Joel... I can't hit the the, the the disapprove or lap button or anything. Maybe I don't know how I feel about it, Joel. But Gibson top seven, I can understand it. But J.K. Dobbins coming off the ACL in a running back by committee with other running backs there with Batty drafted, this rookie running back, and a vulturing quarterback that's going to take all those rushing touchdowns. I'm not saying J.K. can't become you know a bounce back candidate this year he certainly could but it just feels like it's too too much of a long shot bro especially for both of those uh matthew 199 super chat cmc top 5 in the fir- I, 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 i'm sorry top 5 and a half ppr redraft 10 team league i mean Matt, is assuming cmc's on the field he's a top 5 running back i mean there's there's really no question about that uh, he hasn't shown decline. It's not like this is like the Todd Gurley situation where you can see it from a mile away that Todd Gurley was dropped, you know, dropped off in talent, lost a step. McCaffrey hasn't lost a step when he's been on the field. He just can't get on the field. He can't stay on the field. Um, top five PPR or half PPR or whatever per start. Yeah, I just don't know if you're going to see him play 17 games, bro. Uh, I want one share. I want to have a team that is reliant on CMC. I, you know, call me silly, call me uh, gullible, call me uh, call me whatever you want. I want one share. I I I admit it. I want one share, but that's it. I don't want more teams to have to be affected by this man going down again. Trick me once, that's okay. Trick me twice, trick me three times. What's wrong with me? Is what I'm saying. So I'm not going near Christian McCaffrey. But in one situation. And I do want to be a part of it for one league. Trey Lance season, that is correct. Best running back, best backups to own Madison and Pollard and A.J. Dillon. Um, definitely, you know, Hunt's getting into the mix because now Kareem Hunt can be had later. He's almost a handcuff now. He pretty much is a handcuff now. Um, I, I, I think Ty Davis Price is a must-own for Mitchell. There's a, There's a lot of must-own handcuffs this year. But Tony Pollard who you see on screen, is also a league winner, a sleeping giant that's going to come in and I think win some leagues. Rashad White, we don't know how long it's going to take Rashad White to climb the ranks, take over for Leonard Fournette. Maybe it doesn't happen until week 10. We we don't know. I don't want to get anyone's hopes up and say, yeah, you know, Rashad White's coming in and in week 3 he's going to be the guy. I think he, he's hungry. He said, I'm coming here to start. I didn't come here to be a backup. Rashad White is the best pass-catching running back in the entire 2022 NFL draft class. He's most certainly the best receiving back on the entire Bucks roster. And given that Godwin's coming back from a, a torn ACL, and I like Gage a lot. I think he's an interesting sleeper for sure. You can grab Gage pretty late, and I think he'll fill in just nicely. But Rashad White's arguably one of the best receivers on this team already, and if you question that, then you haven't watched Rashad White film. It's simple. It's simple. If you don't know that Rashad White already is going to command if he's on the field some 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 footballs from this man Tom Brady, you're out of your mind. This is the one of the best receiving backs in the NFL entering his rookie season. Like he, he's that good. His film's that good. His hands are that good. His ability to shed off defenders and and, and and break free from initial tackles and navigate to open space and use his momentum to go two, three, four, five, six, seven yards more down the field than the average player. You have to watch this film. You have to watch this film. When you watch this kid and just YouTube him, this Rashad White highlights. I'm sorry. Type in "I'm smart." I'm sorry, Smitty. Rashad White highlights in in YouTube. It'll pop right up, and watch it. If you haven't watched it, you should be ashamed of yourself. If you haven't watched Rashad White highlights already, because I've talked this guy up like crazy, you should already have seen it. Um, but White's highlights are absolutely thrilling. They're amazing. It's like watching a movie. Okay. It's like, it's like Netflixing. It's unbelievable. You won't be able to stop. You're going to binge. You're going to binge watch Rashad White film all weekend if you end up clicking on it right now. Guarantee you wait till the show's over because you won't be able to stop. And I want you coming back and watching the rest of the show. Haven't had the best day, but right when I saw Smitty is live, instant pick me up to the moon. Cameron? the moon cameron to the moon cameron anytime you need a moon shot you just let me know buddy boy yeah we all have those days and you know what we're a family here so you can always count on the fantasy football show cameron to bring you back full circle and get you right because this is what we do okay and we do it live cameron so appreciate you um thank you for that super chat as well Clyde is not it. Swaggy this is like your you should change your name to Clyde is not it swaggy. I don't know what else to tell you. Clyde is Clyde is in the best position he could be in. like what's he gonna do? He's sorry. okay swaggy. He's sorry. on behalf of Clyde he is sorry. okay He wants to let you know. let me let me cue the sad music. Clyde Edwards Lair wanted me to tell you this swaggy and everybody out there, okay that believed in him and that includes me. He's sorry. What more can he do? Okay? He's going to try and deliver this season. There's so many vacated targets in KC. So many vacated targets at the running back position, at the receiver position everywhere. This man is the veteran on the roster when it comes to RBs. This is an offense that doesn't like to play younger or inexperienced players to the playbook, a.k.a. Rojo. Okay, so stop talking about Rojo, everybody. Rojo's gonna be the guy, he's gonna take over, he's such a smart man that he, you know, he's gonna come in and just absorb this thing. Rojo's basically a rocket scientist. He's gonna, you'd have to be a rocket scientist to be able to absorb this playbook and situation enough to get a ton of the work right out of the gate. Clyde's gotta get... Injured, which could happen in order to lose this job. But what more do you want from Clyde, Swaggy? What more do, What more can he do to prove to you that he deserves this one more shot when he's going in the sixth and seventh round? He's like so past starting running back value in fantasy. You can scoop this man up at easily flex value or worse, and you're complaining about it, Swaggy. He's ready to to prove himself to you, give him a break, cut him some slack, realize his value, appreciate his ADP, and understand that this is a different situation than before, okay? We don't have to count on top 5 to 10 running back numbers out of Clyde. His situation is very quietly good because he's going to get all of the volume if he's healthy. He's the main guy. He understands the playbook. He's absorbed it. It's one of the most complicated playbooks in the entire NFL. And one-time running backs, rookies, or new running backs like Rojo aren't going to step in and dominate. So, Swaggy, give him a chance, bro. Give him a chance, bro. This poor guy, Clyde. Can't catch a break with you guys. Would love to make... Out with Najee and Lamb in rounds one to two. This does not sound good, Matthew. <laughs> Matthew, we, we may need to reword this super chat. Would love to make out with Najee and Lamb rounds one and two. Well, 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 well. That's okay. That's okay, Matthew. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. Um, look, <laughs> we, we, all, we all have certain, you know, things we want to accomplish this season. I, too, wouldn't mind owning Najee Harris in round one and Lamb in round two. I, too, could definitely jump out of rounds one and two and feel pretty comfortable if I'm sitting there with Najee and Lamb. <laughs> Matt I love it, Matt. Hey Matt, live your dreams, bro. Oh <laughs> uh, anyway, um <laughs> let's fix this for Matt. Okay. Would love to, let's insert, leave with Najee and Lamb. That still doesn't sound good, but it sounds a little better. (laughs) Would love to leave with Najee and Lamb out of rounds one and two. That at least leaves something to the imagination. (laughs) Matthew, I appreciate your super chat regardless, and I'm okay with whatever. I think that that Lamb and Najee would make a fantastic one-two punch. I think Jamar Chase and Javante. You got to ask yourself, is Jamar Chase and Javante or Justin Jefferson and Javante better than Najee and Lamb? I don't know. The thing is, Lamb's probably not making it to the bottom of, of round number two, Matthew. Whereas Naji's going at the top of round one, so if you you think about it, you know from a uh, from an actual draft slot perspective, it's probably pretty hard uh, to exit rounds one and two. So if this is where you expect to get Lamb, this is where you get Najee, That's going to be really hard because Lamb's going around that range. You'd have to see Naji fall to like this value to get him at like that kind of draft slot. But maybe you trade up, maybe you do something. I don't know. But but Lamb's probably not falling to the end of, of round two. I would say that this is very likely. You take uh, Chase or Jefferson, either one, and then you get Javante. This is actually one of my favorite uh, one-two punches for 20, 20, for twenty twenty-two period. Um. Anyway. Matthew, appreciate you. Is Matthew still here? Where's Matthew at? (laughs) Matthew said, I just just played played myself. (laughs) Y'all definitely took advantage. (laughs) Matthew, you made our day. I'll tell you what. Cameron was having a bad day. Now Cameron's actually having a great day, Matthew. And it's because of you. You keep doing you, pal. Hi, Smitty friend. Greetings from Germany. Appreciate you for being here. Tamas. Tamas from Germany. Um, Hit that like button on your way in the door. Najee going around 9th, 10th. You'd have to take Lamb early second round. Najee's not going 9th or 10th, bro. I mean, I know we take him a little early at 2 and 3, but I'm pretty sure Najee Harris is a locked and loaded top five pick, bro. Am 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 I wrong on that? I mean, tell me I'm wrong. Uh, I'll go to consensus rankings right now. I don't know where you're getting nine or ten, but if I go to even industry, this isn't ADP. This is industry consensus rankings. I'll tell you right now, Najee Harris is going number. Let's see if I'm wrong. Five, six, seven. So we're we're kind of in the middle of what we're both were saying. I I say three, four feels feels like the latest I would expect to get him but it sounds like 5-6 maybe 7 you're saying 9, I think that's too late it's somewhere in the middle, it's right around I would say four, three, four, five, six. you know, and that's crazy because Najee Harris deserves there's, you know, hey Matthew maybe you can get Lamb maybe Lamb will fall to the middle if you can get Najee in the middle of round 1 maybe you can get Lamb in the middle of round 2 that would be good, Matthew Appreciate the entertainment, young man. All right, here we got another super chat from Jimmy the Drunk. He says, "I hope Jefferson and Williams take me deep this year." <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jimmy! Leave it to Jimmy the Drunk to come in and deliver content better than Matthew god all right let's start keeping it clean okay this is a well it's not really a family show but we like to pretend it is okay because we have families we like to say that i guess i don't know lamb fell to the late second round in my league okay so may, maybe maybe matthew you will be able to get the two Najee at six seven I, I stand corrected i thought Najee was going more around two three four but he's more like four five six ish It's all going downhill from here. See what you started, Matthew. I don't know. I think I think the show's improved. I kind of prefer the show the way it is. Okay. Um, Smitty, he's playing with the boys now. He's Smitty, he's playing with the big boys now. Yeah, are you guys trying? (laughs) Are you guys trying? Anyway. uh, Tony Pollard. Where are we getting Tony Pollard right now? I think Tony Pollard, if we look at consensus data, Pollard is going around 90 overall. 90 overall. Outside the top 32 running backs. 90 overall. That is crazy. That is crazy. Not only is Tony Pollard better than Zeke Elliott, in my opinion. Like, not only physically, but, like, I'd rather own Tony Pollard. Again, my example of getting on a plane. It's going to take off. The door's closing. I'm not landing until week 18. And you say, Elliott or Pollard! Pollard! Door closes. Like, there's no trade value involved. There's nothing. I just got to go up into the sky and land in week 18, and you're going to tell me who outscored who. It's going to be Pollard. I think Tony Pollard's season is upon us. I don't know when it starts. I don't know if it begins in week one. It probably doesn't, okay? Zeke Elliott has earned a little bit of rip. He's going to get a little bit more run before they end up just shoving him aside. Not to mention if he stays healthy, they'll just use both of them because there's still some value in in Zeke Elliott. If you can limit him to like seven to eight carries a game, which may not happen right away, but they start realizing they got to do that, then maybe he's efficient per carry and and he lasts the entire season. But Tony Pollard is the kind of guy that can average over five yards per carry in this offense, this potent offense. He's the kind of guy that can rip off big, huge plays, score, you know, from house anywhere on the field. And Tony Pollard, to me, is worth not only a, a, a more value than Zeke in the end like maybe quietly cuz we know Zeke's going higher we some people are drafting Zeke in the second round it's ridiculous it's ridiculous it's like bob what magazine are you using right now you know when we're in a mock draft and someone actually drafts Zeke Elliott in round 2 they're 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 they're, they're scratching their head while we don't agree with it and we're sitting here going not only bob are we not drafting Zeke Elliott in round 2 we're not drafting him in round three either or probably round four and someone's got the cojones to draft him in round two <coughs> getting burrowed people are getting burrowed left and right and people are gonna remember it Get burrowed. why does that say voice of the baked in boys let me go back to that people are getting burrowed left and right and people are gonna remember it Get brood. I must have borrowed that scene for a minute, and it left uh, the Bruce's mom in there. It said the voice of the, of the Baked In Boys. It's like that sounds like my voice, not her voice. Um. Anyway, I, I I think uh I think Pollard probably is a top twenty-five overall running back. You know, like like just right now, like if you're drafting, I think there are a handful of running backs. I just wouldn't rather have, even when they feel like they may have more secure workload. Who knows? I can't imagine, like, if I'm looking at running backs, let me actually take a look at this. Maybe I'm wrong in terms of where I would slot Tony Pollard. Because Tony Pollard could be a top 5-10 to running back, but he's not there yet, so we can't rank him there. But, like, if we go well outside the top, like, 15. So, we're getting past Aaron Jones and Connor and all those guys, Gibson, Barkley. So, we're at, like, an 18-19 right now. You got Zeke Elliott at 18-19-ish. You got Josh Jacobs at 18-19. You got Elijah Mitchell. Okay, so he's definitely not ranking ahead of those guys. J.K. Dobbins, I know a lot of you are going to say, put J.K. Dobbins in the top 10. I can't believe. But J.K. Dobbins, you know, we're talking about that range. Um, 25, that's when, you know, Brees Hall's off there. Obviously, Kenneth Walker, you got all those guys up above. 25 is like A.J. Dillon... 27, Miles Sanders, Clyde Edwards-Alaire, Cream Hunt, Devin Singletary, Melvin Gordon, Rashad Penny, Tony Pollard, Chase Edmonds, Cordero Patterson, Michael Carter, Ronald Jones, James Rott. Like, yeah, I mean, it, it's right around 25, 26, 27 is where he realistically feels like you would put him and he's he's being ranked across the industry across the industry. Well beyond 32. So he's like a seven to ten running back steal currently without even getting any kind of extra work. So imagine if he's like a seven to ten running back, you know, value to me, like above where everybody else values him. So I value him around 26-27. And he could be a top five to ten running back. Why not take the gamble a whole round or two early than his ADP? And if his ADP screams like, you know, I don't know, 8th round or something, take him in round 7. If it screams ninth round, take him in round 8. I don't know exactly where his ADP is going to fall, but I certainly am willing to grab Tony Pollard an entire round or round and a half ahead of his ADP to absolutely make sure, to absolutely make sure that that, that I'm able to capitalize on that. Um, so get ready for for that. Team Smitty, Um, let's see here. I'd rather have Barkley over Dobbins. I probably would too. I definitely would rather have Barkley over Dobbins. Barkley, Dobbins is where Barkley was last year. You know, so like, while I don't love Barkley, I like Barkley. You know, there's a possibility Barkley has a pretty good year. You know, I, I definitely wouldn't bank on it at his current ADP typically goes way earlier than I, you know, than my liking, but, but you comparing these two, give me, give me Barkley, you know, all day, um, Dobbins will be great, wow, Smitty, okay, great, Doug, appreciate you being here, good talk, Doug, um, Zeke won't be healthy by the second part of the season, says Optimus Prime, Prime's probably right, Prime is probably right. Swaggy Mike Williams is one of the most inconsistent receivers in the entire NFL. Swag You know what I do think? I think Swaggy I think Swaggy and I disagree on more than I ever realize. I love Mike Williams this year. Swaggy I think Herbert's like this is like bro Herbert Herbert's basically going to be just launching the ball left and right. And if Mike Williams is healthy, which is the, the concern... Like, I, I agree, there's a red flag there, Swaggy, for sure. But if Mike Williams is healthy, I think he just balls out. You know, he balled out at the beginning of the year, then he definitely disappointed, right? But I absolutely love Mike Williams because Mike Williams's value is ridiculously good. Like, if we look at Mike Williams versus ADP. Let me look, click on all players. His overall value across the industry is like it's a little higher than I thought actually. It's about 55 overall. 55 overall. That puts him at like wide receiver like 21, 22, 23. So that puts him right around Mooney. Puts him around um, Elijah Moore, Godwin I still like him I still like him I don't know that I reach any higher than that but I, I I don't feel like that's too crazy of value I think Mike Williams definitely definitely could have a huge season um, I think between Keenan Allen and Mike Williams one of those guys is going to pop off and, and yeah, it probably will be Keenan Allen for as long as he's healthy but he's always got injury concerns too I I love I love Mike. Give me Mike Williams in a couple leagues, you know, one or two leagues for sure, for sure. Um, Any more spots in the Cooper Cup league? Yes, Brian. Anybody that drops a a super uh, a whopping super chat is going to get in to the final one or two spots. So if you want in, Brian, drop it like it's hot, man. Do it, do it, do it. Uh, we're gonna start the draft on June 15. Um, we just got delayed with uh, the the 19 burrowing me and, and a, c- a couple of other things. We, we're just gonna do it right. We're not going to rush it. So June 15 we're gonna start the draft. We'll do the live draft order on one of these shows. Um, probably a night show, probably not the Monday through Friday show, but we'll do the draft order live, randomize. Um, we'll start talking some trash. We'll start getting going. And uh, we will we will kick this draft draft off right. One hour timer off at midnight. Um, you can draft during that off period of time. Like if it's one a.m., you can draft. It just won't trigger that hour timer until the end. So you guys can continue to draft through the the wee hours of the night. It's encouraged. Um, and and, and pre rankings very encouraged. Uh, Mike Williams to the moon. I agree, Silver. I agree. I, I may not hit a moonshot for it. It's very it's very you know. Uh, uh, sacred to be given a moon call I don't know that I want to drop a moon call out there um, Brian's dropping the super Brian DM me on Instagram real quick for me and, and let me know when you've sent me the DM let's get to the voice messages now that we've talked about our two two of our favorite deep sleeper running backs in 2022 Rashad White can we get a round of applause Rashad White and Tony Pollard everybody now let's get to the voicemails
2: it's voicemail time Drop a voicemail at the Fantasy Football Show on the gram. Tell your grandma.
3: So send me a DM on Instagram, The Fantasy Football Show Brian, um, or you can email me through TheFantasyFootballShow.com. Just do that now. Let me know when it's done.
2: Getting engaged is a moment worth cherishing. A one of a kind ring that you design at Blue Nile can help your love sparkle. Just choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Finding the right engagement ring can be nerve-wracking. At Blue Nile, you'll have the expert guidance needed and a diamond guarantee that ensures you're getting the highest quality at the best price. Cherish all of life's moments and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com.
1: Hey, Smitty, it's Tariq. Happy Friday to you and your family, and happy Friday to everyone in the chat and watching live. I had a question about Travis Etienne. Yesterday you were talking about him being a potential league winner. Uh, There was a report that James Robinson has returned back to the field. Uh, What's his outlook going to be into 2022? Is there going to be any kind of running back by committee competition, or is one lead back going to be over the other? Thanks, pal.
3: Let's see. How how do I put this, Uh, Tariq? James Robinson is the starter. No, he's not. He's not the starter. Come on, Tariq. He tore his Achilles tendon. What do we know about Achilles tendon injuries, Tariq? You never return to top 10 or become top 10 running backs. No one in the history of Achilles tendon's injuries from the running back position has ever become or returned to top 10 running back form. So this guy's coming back from a torn Achilles. And yeah... He should probably hit the field in week one, we're thinking. But these players coming back from torn Achilles injuries, okay? They don't when they're running backs. And a lot of people don't hear that. They don't hear that. They don't hear that. They just say, what about (laughs) so-and-so? What about Adrian Peterson with the ACL? No running back. Achilles. Um. They typically suffer some other leg, leg injury, lower leg injury. There's all kinds of setbacks. You just never see it happen. It just doesn't. Now, we're on the verge of potentially some new medicine, some stem cell uh, 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 research that, and therapies that may be stepping stones to a quicker and faster and better recovery. But why don't we let that play out once before we assume that it's going to ab- abs- absolutely give a guy like Cam Akers or whoever, this benefit of the doubt—you know, when we've never seen it before, and we still haven't—to return and become this elite player at the running back position. The running back position is so different than any other position or 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 sport because if you think about it from from this perspective, I want everybody. This is an exercise. Reach behind at the back of your your heel. And you're going to, right above your heel and below your calf, you can just gently feel your Achilles tendon. It feels like a cord, okay? So feel that right there, okay? Now, move your foot around a little bit like this. You can feel that thing tightening up. It's like a, it feels like a metal cable, okay? That's your Achilles tendon. When you snap that thing in half, you literally have more to overcome than any ACL tear than any other injury that I can even think of that's lower body. Now, when you are a running back, not a basketball player, not a wide receiver, or a cornerback, or whoever, you are a a running back. You are running through A gaps, B gaps, 300-pound linemen, multiple 300-pound linemen, jamming you left, jamming you right, jumping on your back, Now, I want you to reach down and just touch your Achilles tendon again. Just just lay gently on it, you know, and touch it. Now, I want you to put your foot on the ground, and I want you to move left and right a little bit. Move left and right. Do you feel that thing tensing up and how much force you can imagine? That that torn in half, ripped in half, duct taped back together, Achilles tendon probably feels when you are running 100% Cutting and planting unexpectedly and getting hit from the left, getting hit from the right, getting jumped on top of how it fires differently and and gets different pressures and different stressors from left to right. It's different than just, I'm a wide receiver, I'm cutting, I'm running, I'm occasionally getting hit. I'm stutter stopping. This is a running back trying to go through a whole picture. Somebody running through one of those things that Jameis Winston just went through recently. Where it's got the, the, dummy, the dummy arms. And you're literally running through just getting hit left and right. Your Achilles tendon is treated so much different than the average human being. That is why the Achilles tendon heals differently. Or... You're unable to get back to where you need to get because these players rush it. Why Cam Akers is trying to rush it is beyond me. I don't care if he so-called escaped further injury. We don't know that he didn't cause future damage on his his still-healing Achilles, and it is 100% still healing. I don't want to hear that Cam Akers... Achilles tendon was even close to 100%. It wasn't even 50% when he went out onto the field. I don't care what anybody says. I don't care if somebody says, Smitty, don't you think that a doctor would not send him back on the field? I absolutely think that medical staff could send him back on the field. Absolutely. Have you not watched behind-the-scenes NFL stuff before? Where, where these players are talk to players or had a conversation with an ex-player where literally these players do everything they can to get on the field, push the limits, put their bodies in jeopardy to not lose their job. So, am I worried about James Robinson's Achilles healing injury, taking control, and beating out Travis Etienne? No, I'm not. No, I'm not. Thank spending. you. Tariq. My question is
1: with the Travis Etienne situation and James Robinson, should uh should we just handcuff the Jaguars running back? Thank you.
3: Um hand, I mean, you could definitely handcuff whoever you want. Um it's never a bad idea if you've got the roster space, but you know, I'm not expecting uh ETN and, and you could probably cuff Robinson to ETN pretty easily. I don't think anybody's going to be drafting you know, James Robinson high, but, you know, I'm banking on, on, on ETN. I'm not banking on anybody else, especially in a running back by committee. Okay. If, if ETN were to go down, Doug Peterson's a running back by committee guy. I'm not really expecting anything from anybody. Uh, It's all about ETN for me. It's all about ETN. ETN's the talent. He's the guy.
1: Since we're on the topic of Rashad White, should I trade my next year's first round pick for Rashad White?
3: It depends where your pick's going to be. My guess is you're way overpaying, bro. Like, as much as I like... Look, the Bruce, I love him. I love him. I want you to own Rashad White. But it sounds like... he's Someone's going to hold you over the fire, bro. And and to me, that's just... I don't think you need to do that. You can get him in other ways. So hold on to your pick and, and try and get him in another, another way, bro. Um, I agree with... I agree 100% with Smitty on this take, says Swaggy. That's interesting. It's hard to push your body. Absolutely. Um, Here's a a super chat from from Master. Master says, You think Davis Mills could be a top 15 QB this year? And do you think John Mechie second um, in Dynasty? I love John Mechie in the second round in Dynasty, if that's what your question is with Mechie. I think he could be a really, really good player. Um, and yes, Davis Mills could absolutely be a top fifteen quarterback, really, really, really easily, really easily. He is he is a, a very, very talented guy. He had a very bad situation, and he arguably did better than any other rookie quarterback last year. So he's one hundred percent proven, you know, that he he's overcoming a bad situation that's getting better. In that Houston, Texas organization, they know what they're doing. This is not Doug O'Brien anymore. They're building something. And Davis Mills might be that guy. And so 100%. In fact, in best ball drafts, I love him as a third quarterback. And I love having three quarterbacks in a best ball because then you always can potentially dominate quarterback scoring week in and week out, not to mention buys, things like that. Davis Mills is a fantastic backup quarterback in fantasy and a fantastic super flex quarterback quarterback in fantasy because you can get him so late. I love Davis Mills as a super flex uh, uh, second quarterback, and I love him in best ball. Great question, Master. Appreciate your super chat as always. And, uh, you know... Swing by any time with, with the super. Appreciate you, pal.
2: Hey, Smitty, what are we doing with Dylan this year? Uh, lots of talent, still another year of timeshare. think Jones will leave after next year, but are they going to give him the full reins after that?
3: Tough to say, man. And we're, when you're a year away in the current year, you don't have any answers or any kind of like uh, indication that. You know, you know what for sure is coming down. I mean, it's so far away. I, I'd be, I'd be totally blowing smoke right up your rear end, bro. If I just told you, I felt very strongly about this or very, very strongly about that. I do know that in leagues where I own AJ Dillon in dynasty leagues, I feel good because uh, Aaron Aaron Jones is probably getting released next year because I think the team saves anywhere upward of like uh, I think 10 to 13 million by releasing him. And there's a possibility that, that Aaron Rodgers is like, you're keeping him, you know, <laughs> or I'm leaving, you know, so we don't know. There's so many factors that could pop up. Like I could tell you this or tell you that but there's, there's logic here and logic there, but we don't know. Like what if Aaron Jones, because they have no wide receivers, balls out and just catches an unbelievable amount of passes and maybe morphs into a reverse of Debo Samuel, you know, he, instead of being a, a wide receiver turned running back like Debo, he's a, a running back that turns like 75% wide receiver because they have a very depleted wide receiver room and Aaron Rodgers loves throwing the football to Aaron Jones. Like Aaron Jones could ball out. What if Dylan gets banged up this year and then Aaron Jones balls out? They could keep Aaron Jones, you know? So there's so many things that could happen. We just don't know. I'm going to go ahead and say I'm not comfortable telling you one way or the other that 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 A.J. Dillon's got this amazing value. Like, am I trading for A.J. Dillon right now in Dynasty in anticipation that he makes it through the season healthy? Aaron Jones doesn't ball out enough to keep his job, or Aaron Rodgers doesn't say, keep him or I'm leaving. You know, I'm retiring finally. Like, we don't know. Like, we just don't know. And I, I think I like Dillon a lot this year at a, at a good cost, like a handcuff value, but Aaron Aaron Jones needs to be assumed the starter right now. You know, the, like Unlike Tony Pollard and Elliott, Aaron Jones still has a whole lot of talent left. You know, whereas I think Elliott maybe has talent left, but I don't think he has the ability to, to, to tap into it fully. Best wishes to your family heading to Vegas for the week. Mega super chat to follow. At a boy, Michael K. CPA. Once Michael K. CPA returns from Vegas, if he's balling, he's dropping a, a, a wad. Basically, is what he's saying, Michael. Michael KCPA, you are relieved of your position for the weekend. Um, we'll handle things here. Don't worry. You go ahead and take off. Appreciate you, uh, Aaron Jones to the moon. Um, I won't go that far. We don't give out moon call moon shots very easily, but I I think uh, there's definitely potential for that. Everyone sleeping on Lazard man. It's the lizard season. It could be. I really like Lazard. I think he could be a twelve hundred and like ten receiving uh, option in twenty twenty two. Did I get the Kenny's? Hey, Smitty, what are we doing? Yeah, that was AJ Dylan. Thank you, Kenny. Appreciate you. All right, uh, here we go. Oh, voicemail group two coming in strong today. You guys have been slacking. Like I'll be honest, I pull up voicemail group one, and they command the whole. Th- they command the whole show. You know, and then voicemail group 2 it has got about 30 people in it. You guys dropped one to two voicemails lately. And look at Michael and Asher. This might be a song. No, it's a five-second one. I don't know if you guys know Asher. Asher dropped some fire the other day. I mean, you get a banger in your DMs. I mean, what do you do? I almost... Signed him immediately. Hey, Smitty,
0: what do you think
3: about taking Turbisky
0: at the last pick? Would you rather draft any Pickens, or would you rather have George Pickens? I am a Steeler fan, yes, you know. I like the roast coffee and watch a show. If you ask me, then I'll say, drop the Steelers, Najee, yeah.
3: Najee, yeah. Oh, Nage, yeah. oh in the
0: first
3: round,
0: oh. when oh. oh, the you may
3: find a deal but
0: you probably in a six
3: man
0: trap oh ah uh,
3: ah!
0: Uh. Oh, uh. oh, uh. oh,
3: uh. anyway when i mean just when you open up your dms and you have a banger just sitting there Okay. Um, Michael.
0: So, Smitty. Yeah, I was wondering what you thought about Amari Cooper. Uh, You know, part of me thinks he's going to blow up with Deshaun Watson. That is, if Deshaun Watson plays. But the other part of me, you know, thinks that he's never really been ultra efficient in any of his offenses. And, you know, why would he be efficient in this Browns offense? It's a little more run heavy anyway. You know, I just want to see what you thought about him and his fantasy outlook as well. So,
3: yeah. That's a good question, uh, Michael. I you know, it's easy to uh Oh. Ah. <laughs> uh, um I wanna know what I wanna know what he sings at the end. Is at the end of this song I can't make out what he's saying. Does anybody know is this like a, a, a cover? Um like it probably is, but what does he say at the end?
0: Please, draft,
3: Afar. What's he saying at the end?
0: Please, I, say draft,
3: far. <laughs> Afar. Afar. I don't know what he's saying. I want to know what he's saying. <laughs> uh, but Michael, I think, uh, So Amari Amari Cooper I feel like Amari Cooper changing teams is is you know it's never an amazing thing for a wide receiver. They got to learn a new playbook, they got a quarterback that could be in and out of the roster. Wouldn't be crazy to see Cooper go like this until Watson's back, you know what I mean? So if Watson misses like half a season, I don't know what to expect from Cooper. I, I think he gets overdrafted. I think he could definitely be a wide receiver too, but to expect wide receiver one numbers, I don't know. Um, someone says he's a mix of John Lennon and Billy Idol. I, I can I can get behind that. Does anybody know what he says at the end? Oh four. A four. <laughs> a four. I don't know what it is. Asher, are you here? Joel says, he says, I'll draft all four. Draft off a phone. I don't know. I don't think anybody knows what he's saying. F R. You guys want to hear it one more time? Last time. Last time. We've got wide receivers for days. I say draft a Asher.
2: <laughs> uh, yeah, sure. Terry. Hey, Smitty. Uh, Terry here. Uh, in two weeks, we're drafting our startup, uh, Dynasty League. Uh, I got pick 107. Uh, I'm going CeeDee Lamb. Uh, what do you think? Uh, I kind of value wide receivers a little bit more in Dynasty League, so I'm looking at going... Three receivers in a row, followed by two running backs in the fourth and fifth. And then focus my quarterback uh, on the sixth round. Uh, What do you think? Let me know. Thanks, Vinny.
3: I love it if you use my favorite approach, bro, for this. My favorite approach for this is to go this route. When you go zero running back, my broski, you got to do this. This is the best move you can do. So one, two, two, three. Four, five. If you go zero running back through rounds one through three, if you're to get like ETN and Walker and then get Pollards and guys like that later, then I love it. I think that can be the best wide receiver, wide receiver, wide receiver approach you can take. But you got to, I think, really hit those running backs and there are two running backs that that are available there. Um, so definitely, definitely capable of, of, of hitting a home run with that.
2: This is one quarterback, uh, Dynasty League, by the way, uh, Smitty, and uh, two running backs start, three receivers, quarterback, tight end, and uh, two flex. Yeah. Another another known fact there, uh, Smitty, just like the uh, great Achilles, was never uh, easily beaten, defeated, but what took him down was an arrow right to his heel. That's why they call it the Achilles heel.
3: Yes, sir. In draft
2: running backs with Achilles injuries.
3: Yeah, Achilles are br- tough. There's a reason those are those, like, prison injuries, you know, where they, 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 they get your Achilles and then you limp for the rest of your life. It's a tough injury. Uh, Carlos says, damn, Smitty, you doing me dirty. I don't know what even that means, Carlos. What did I do dirty? What did I do dirty, Carlos? <clears throat> Zeke and Schultz. I love Schultz. We'll have another show on Schultz. Don't worry. We're not we're not going to talk about him too much here because, um, I you know I want to talk about him on another show and dedicate some more time to him. But we we love Dalton Schultz. Could be a top three tight end in 2022. Absolutely love him, love him, love him. Zeke, no, no Zeke though, Kenny. Zeke is uh, whew. um. I think that's going to do that. Let's go to the phone lines. And um,
0: call into the show. Call call, call into the show.
2: Call into the show. Down 602 NFL.
3: Call into the show if you would like to drop some knowledge, some questions, whatever you want on the community bring it, bring it, <clears throat> I'm still a little under the weather, but things are getting better, things are getting better, I definitely feel like I have more energy, um, but uh, you know, it's going to take about a week or so for me to get fully back, sometimes I'm foggy, sometimes I I, uh, I lose train of thought, um, I, you know, I, I we, our whole family already had this, so this is my second go around. Um, and last time in the very beginning of like 2020, it was like in the er earlier part of 2020, I think, or the the mid part. Um, I was foggy for like a week. So your your boy Smitty's getting blasted again. Um, I'm calling. It doesn't work. Try again, bro. Try again. Dak look washed at the end of the year. Dak's not washed. He's not, he's a young guy. He's not an old quarterback. Like, he's not washed. He can't be washed, Andrew. He's coming back from a from a nasty ankle injury. And it just took him some time. He had a lot of big numbers, bro. The Cowboys, like, Andrew, listen to yourself for a second. Andrew, come on. The Cowboys were, like, the number one offense in the NFL. Like, really? We're going to really say Dak looked washed. Um, maybe he didn't look on point at times. And him and CeeDee Lamb weren't on the same page. But let's, let's get real. Um... Appreciate you though, Andrew. People in history used to talk to th- Achilles heel case in point. Carlos with the super chat. Thank you, Carlos. Have you done any puppy or best ball mania's draft? Yes, we have. Um, that's why I have the underdog code at the top of the screen here. Go to underdog fantasy and use promo code Smitty. And I showed my drafts. We did a bunch of picks live. And we're going to call one more time, man. I'm sorry. I missed it. Um, We're going to do a bunch of puppy stuff. Uh, Puppy dog drafts from underdog. We're going to do potentially some best ball manias. We'll do those in the evening time. I just have been too sick to do a second live stream in the middle of the night, Um, but we will be doing those tonight. Don't worry. Okay. Where, where, uh, where's that call? Call back. Call back, boy. Call back, boy. Uh, appreciate carlos you dropping that super chat and definitely look for those best balls they'll be they'll be to, they'll be in the evenings <clears throat> we don't get up many during the day because people are working and they can't necessarily draft in the middle of the, de- the day um so we do them in the evening but we'll definitely do some puppy dog drafts you're live on the fantasy football show buddy boy what can i do you for
1: hey smitty it's the bruce
3: the bruce in the house hold on the bruce let me hit your button the bruce (laughs) is loose what up the bruce what can we do for you
1: oh i gotta defend myself smitty (laughs)
3: okay from what from what let me ask from what because lately the bruce you've dropped a couple doozies and that's fine there's nothing wrong with that you can have your own mind but go ahead defend yourself what what are you defending yourself for
1: all right when I brought up the, it was like a week ago, when I brought up that I didn't like receivers in crowded areas, right? Uh-huh. I never, I said I don't like the receivers. I never said I didn't like their quarterbacks. In all actuality, I meant their quarterbacks are higher on my radar.
3: I don't even, so Bruce, like the Bruce I don't even remember what we're talking about here. I have no clue. <laughs> Yeah, it was like a week ago. I was like, man, i got to defend so, myself so just on this. Give me, give me the cliff note version, like a one-sentence version of what I said that you're defending.
1: All right, so when we went over the Steelers uh, receiving room and how it's crowded, mm-hmm. and I was like, I don't like crowded receiving rooms. But, however, I'll, I'll take their quarterback – but we use the Steelers as an example. Like I'll take Denver and say that receiving room's crowded. I don't like their receivers just because it's crowded. Did I too get crowded. mad at you
3: over this or something?
1: Oh, the community did. You uh-huh. did a little bit. You were like, and I was like, but it doesn't mean I don't like Russell
3: Wilson. I think the only thing <laughs> I think the only thing I said to you was that I don't like Mitchell Trubisky or something like that. I don't. I don't. Or it was about Claypool yeah. or something. I don't remember telling you that you shouldn't. This doesn't well, sound familiar.
1: Well, yeah, I gotta defend myself from the community,
3: Smitty. You did, the community I loves you, to Bruce. You don't need to defend yourself. I said
1: I gotta, de- I gotta defend myself.
3: All right. Well, and then I, when
1: I picked and then when I pick Jimmy G over Trey Lance,
3: <laughs> that was what we ripped on you for. Not any of this other stuff that you're bringing out, like as if you're tying. Well, your-
1: no, that, those, those were the two things. Okay, well, and Jim... Here's my theory on that. Yeah,
3: give me your theory on why well, we... a bench quarterback in Jimmy G is worth anything. Go ahead. Uh, all right, all right.
1: So we had a big vote, like at my dad's uh, police department. They had, all right, who's starting for the 49ers? Because his sergeant's a uh, 49ers fan. Mm-hmm. Now, being the only person to pick Jimmy G, if he comes out and they say, hey, he's our starter, I look like a genius and the rest of you look like fools. But if they rip on me because Trey Lance starts, I'm like, "Hey, man, I only picked the guy who took them to the championship. I'd be, I'd look like a genius
3: if they said I was starting Jimmy G. I don't think so.
1: Because I was the only one. I was the only one that picked him.
3: You know what people are gonna do if Jimmy he- G ends up starting? They're gonna associate bad things with you. They're gonna, they're gonna say, "Ah, oh, that reminds <laughs> me of the Bruce." <laughs> you know. You like that that logic's crazy though, the Bruce. Because what happens if you're wrong and every single person but you is right? Now you look even worse than you would have looked good, you know. And not oh, to yeah. not to mention he's not starting. He's not starting. Like Trey's already taking control of the offense. So like it's just a bad. It's not a good bet, man. You can't you can't bet on something just because you're the only one that's gonna be. You know, going that what that way. No one's like honestly, the Bruce. I'll just be honest with you. If you end up being right on it, I don't know that I'm giving you much credit because I'm going to blame it on Shanahan and not say that you predicted it. <laughs> that, that's the unfortunate <laughs> truth of that kind of prediction. No one's giving you cookies, yeah.
1: but anyway. they'll be blaming Shanahan for it. Yeah.
3: All right, Bruce. Give me one more question, then I got to let you run. Um.
1: All right. So for Javante Williams, we're taking him in the second round no matter what pick. Now, can you take Javante and then wait till like the fourth, fifth, maybe sixth round and make Kenneth Walker, Bruce Hall, ETN your RB2?
3: Absolutely. And just say, okay. Now you're talking to Bruce. Now you're back to logic. Now you're back to genius type thinking. You're you're once again a genius.
1: (laughs) I ain't no genius.
3: Just get off this Jimmy G stuff to try and win a bet. It disappointed me in that. Uh. Uh-huh. you picked Lance, too. It? I had a, I have that whole station. What would your mom say? Bruce, what would your mom say about that? Oh, she picked Lance. She was you mad know, that who, I picked Jimmy G. She knows what she She's like about.
1: no and you. She says she told me she says I'm going to curse the uh, fantasy football community by picking Jimmy G and she says she says if he starts she says I'm blaming you.
3: Yeah, your mom's on to something. Uh, let, 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 let me play you a little something. Does it, when you hear this, does this sound real familiar to you? You've heard this woman yell at you your entire life. Back, 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 back in, boys. Does that bring back like good memories, bad memories? <laughs> Do you picture her uh, screaming at you? Like what? How does that go?
1: Oh God, I'll probably get her demon if if uh, Jimmy G
3: starts. <clears throat> All right, it Bruce, won't be a good memory. I'm going to let you go. Appreciate you, man.
1: All right. Later. Yep, thank you. See
3: you. That's the Bruce. All right, let's take one more phone call, and then we're going to end the show potentially here. Um, the Bruce is always good people. His family is good people. That's his mom. For those that don't know the Bruce, this is the Bruce's mother.
0: Thank, 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 thank you, boys. Um, boys.
3: I believe I, ha- I have the other. Do I have it here? I don't know if I have it queued up. I've got another one. Actually, I have it. Let me play it here for the first time. This might be original. The Bruce, if you're watching, this is the original. Um, let me find it. It's, it's basically... It's her saying, get Jefferson." I believe. I believe. I believed. I believe. I believed. I believed. Uh, let me see if I can find it. Here it is. Uh, get Jefferson. Here we are. The Bruce's mother, Mrs. Robeson's debut. Um... Here it is.
0: Hey. Yes. Catch Jefferson. Hey. Yes. Catch Jefferson. Hey. Yes. Catch Jefferson. Hey. Yes. Catch Jefferson.
3: That's the debut of the new clip. Get Jefferson. That is the Bruce's mother. She's a legend on the show. We appreciate her and her time. All right, we're going to close the phone lines down. Appreciate everybody that left a message, called in, participated. Um, oh, here's an, uh, Carlos. He's still here? Carlos said, um, have you done any puppy? Okay, and then I didn't answer the second part. If so, you see any players you think should be going a lot earlier or later. Yeah, we talk about this a lot, Carlos. Um, Kenneth Walker, like when we did my, my, my two best ball mania drafts on um, the show, like I made a couple picks live when I was up. Um, I, I was patient and I let Kenneth Walker fall to round six in both of the drafts and I got him in both drafts and it's an absolute steal. That is a that is a high end running back two potential running back one in my opinion, and and you're getting this kid it's in the sixth round. ETN in round five or six is a phenomenal value. Um, you know, uh, who who's the who are the other uh, players that fall that fell? I have uh I have my teams right here. Let me see if I can throw them up. This is these are two of the my favorite uh, drafts that I've done in the in the best ball mania. And guys, go over. To the fantasy football and click on this underdog banner, little image that you see there. It says underdog, it's in the top of my top of my site in the heading area. Click on that, it's attached to promo code Smitty. Make sure you use promo code Smitty when you check out. But you can literally go play these $25 entries, you can play as many times as you want, $10 million in prizes. 2 million dollars the first place 1 million the second place I believe Carlos correct me if I'm wrong but I believe that if you get like 300th place you get like 1500 dollars like from from like a a 99 to like 300 and something like that the prizes are like 1500 for every single person up to like 300th place then there's even more prizes and stuff but it's like it's such an amazing contest and, and I recommend everybody jump into these things um, $25 an entry, you'll be playing against me eventually if you can make it out of your, your first, you know, four, four uh, weeks or whatever. Um, but let me see if I can find, this is one of my favorite teams that, let's see. Here are my two favorite teams, bro. Carlos, here we go. I want to put them on screen. These are my two favorite teams I've drafted so far in the $10 million contest uh, league here. With $1 million going to second place, $2 million going to first place there's that one and this one so these are the two and these aren't the full teams these are just what I fit in there on the first like you know a few picks or whatever but uh so team one I ended up taking just Jefferson I queued him up no matter what my draft selection was I queued up JJ and Jamar Chase to go one or two uh, or, or number one to me no matter what pick I got I got auto selected the first pick and then it drafted So, I would have taken JT had I not already committed to showing everybody a wide receiver approach in round one. So, on this left side, I've got Jefferson, DeAndre Swift, Brees Hall, Justin Herbert, D.K. Metcalf, Kenneth Walker, Dalton Schultz, Trey Lance, Deshaun Watson, Rashad White, Alec Pearson. And uh, I finished this draft, but this is the only screenshot I have of it. This one right here is phenomenal. Najee Harris, Javante Williams, A.J. Brown, Brees Hall, Joe Burrow, Kenneth Walker, Elijah Moore, Garrett Wilson, Alec Pierce, Dawson Knox. I love this team too. It's such a fun way to draft, and you guys can draft against me. Um, you know, we'll all be in the same final bucket if you can make it out of your league. You play, I think, against your the guys you draft with. So if you draft a, a group of twelve, right, you after like week three or four, whoever wins that group of 12 like whoever's the leader jumps out and everybody else loses right and jumps out into the bigger bucket and then you just keep advancing and then it's a total point race basically um for everybody and there's thousands and thousands of people in it and first place gets two million second place gets a million and then all those places in between all the way down to like 300th place gets like fifteen hundred dollars or two thousand dollars like the prizes are crazy um Jump in and, and do one of these. It's 25 bucks. Like, why not have that? And best ball, you you, you don't have to set your lineup. You don't have to make ad drops. It's draft and done. And your most optimal lineup is set for you. There's such amazing strategy at play because you want to make sure you draft a, a team that can withstand no waivers and all that. You know, it's optimal lineup. Um, just go to thefantasyfootballshow.com. Click on the underdog banner. and Or use promo code SMITTY and get in these. You know, join one. Have a league against me in this thing. Highest scoring team wins a Millie also, Smitty. Really? The highest scoring team, like, you mean in, like, one given week? That's pretty sweet. I love that prize when you add that, Carlos, to a a league or anybody watching. Um, If you need an, an exciting prize that keeps your league going, add $100 to the highest scoring team on the year in a given week. Similar to how Michael KCP is the top super chatter of the year in a, in a single live stream with a $199 super chat, which you can knock him off. If anybody wants their name up here, Michael K's been up here for like weeks. If you want your name broadcasted on every live stream, essentially, that I remember to put it up, um, and you just want free free advertising, parking, just park yourself right here. And you just want to be a part of the live stream every single time. Knock off Michael KCPA, drop a 200 spot, and you will get that spot. But similar to that, um, if you guys want an a way to excite, you know, keep your league exciting to keep people in the mix all year long, the top scoring team in a single week gets 100 bucks. It's such a great little prize, and it, it makes everybody fight until the end. You could have literally the worst season ever and have injuries, and then Christian McCaffrey come back in the final week and uh, you end up scoring the most and you end up winning 100 bucks. so it's, it's, it's that simple <clears throat> Cliff says I'm putting some money on the Bears to win the Super Bowl next year I wouldn't do that bro I'm putting money on the Chargers to win the Super Bowl I'm putting money on the Broncos to win the Super Bowl I'm putting money on Russell Wilson to win MVP and I'm putting money on Herbert to win MVP I think those are very good bets. Uh, Brian's DM me already. Brian, let me check my DMs, bro. We got like one spot left, I think, in the... One or two spots left in the Cooper Cup League. It's tough to know. Brian. Okay, Brian, I got your message here. Uh, I'm going to send you a a message right now. If you could reply to that, please. Um, All right, guys. Appreciate everybody being here. Um, We're live every Monday through Friday, so we'll be back on Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern. But no, that doesn't mean I don't go live in the evenings randomly to mock draft. That doesn't mean I don't go live here or there or during breaking news. Whenever there's breaking news, your boy Smitty goes live. If Cooper Cup signs an extension in the middle of the night, I will go live. If Aaron Rodgers retires, I will go live if Tom Brady retires and unretires again over the weekend. I will go live if Deshaun Watson suspended for six games. Immediately, as soon as that news breaks, I go live. Just think inside your head, inside your noggin, if something big happens. Oh, man, I'd love to hear what somebody's talking about in regards to this right now. Oh, wait, Smitty's live. Let me get on over to the fantasyfootballshow.com where he answers every question in the comments too. I will say this, buddy boy. Um, I said the Bengals will win the division last year. People laughed at me. Trust your gut, Terry. Trust your gut. You still here, Terry? You trust your gut, boy.